It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? Today, we're going to talk about whether the center position should be the point of emphasis in next year's draft. Is Western Sales still on the hot seat? And you asked for it. We're going to talk about the show, the fashion show that is, and whether it was a good or bad idea. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to Locked On Wizards. This is your boy, Brandon Scott, again. I am really tired tonight. Man, I was over at FedEx Field for that disaster of a game, Thursday night football, where the Commanders got humbled by the Chicago Bears. If you're a Commanders fan, you definitely know the pain that I'm feeling right now. But, hey, I definitely appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. So today we are doing a mailbag episode, and we're going to cover a lot of good content. You know, should the center position be the emphasis in the draft next year? If we look at the lack of depth and the situation with Daniel Gafford at the center position, is Weston still still on the hot seat? Even though the Washington Wizards did pick up his fourth-year option, we are going to talk about whether was the fashion show a good or bad decision by the Wizards. The, the fan base is very split, so I'm going to give you my opinion and kind of go from there. And then definitely, you guys, comment below. Let me know what you guys think. So let's dive into it. Now, the first question tonight is off of YouTube, and then this is a quick one. This is from at Cowboys Wizard, and it asks, Will Locker Wizards provide live in-game coverage of our Wizards this season? And to kind of answer that question real quick, um, we wish we could, but we are going to be providing recaps directly after the game. Now, we usually, me and E, usually do live recaps. So, you know, for most of you guys who have been around, me and E, Locker Wizards for a long time, know that after the game, when we do recaps, 
we do live videos because we like to chop it up with you guys. We like to answer your questions, you know, kind of laugh it up with you guys and definitely, you know, feel the pain or celebrate with you guys, depending on the outcome of the game. So, no, we will not be doing live during the game, but we always do recaps after the game. And obviously with certain events like the draft, uh, trade deadline, we'll stay up and do live videos. Anything important acquisition-wise, we'll definitely stay up and do live videos. So um, maybe in the future we will do content during the game. But for right now, we're just going to do recaps after the game. But, hey, Cowboys Wizard, definitely appreciate your question. So let's dive into the second one. This is from DMV in the blood. And they said, should we take center with our most likely top two pick this year? I see Ron Holland mocked at us by almost everyone first overall. We love Holland, but worried because we still haven't had – a good center in DC. What do you guys think? And how do you feel about Holland? I mean, first of all, I love Holland. And I mean, it really goes off of what the front office is what, what they're trying to accomplish as far as acquisitions and how they're trying to build this roster. I mean, looking at the draft right now, I mean, Ron Holland, if you're going with best player available and you're at the one, or if if Holland slips to the two, I'm definitely grabbing him. I mean, if you look at his um 6'8, 200 pounds, small forward, I mean, he's a guy who can play defense, high upside. He's got some bounce to him, quickness. I mean, he's definitely a high-potential guy on the wing. You know, it really depends on how it shakes out with, you know, do we extend Denny? You know, what position does Blau play? Does he play the small forward? Does he play the small forward? Or, excuse me, shooting guard. So it really depends. But looking at centers for the upcoming draft, now there are a couple that I actually personally like, but I'm going to give you three to kind of look at. Obviously, Alexandre Saar, um, Australian product out of who's actually from France, if you can believe that. Uh, seven one, you know, he's a very long, very mobile center, shot blocker. But the offense, he's going to have to work on the offensive side of the game of, of his game. But another prospect to kind of look at is out of Kentucky. My, I'm kind of biased. I'm a Kentucky guy, but Aaron Bradshaw is definitely something somebody I'm looking at. He's seven one, two hundred fifteen pounds. Um, Bradshaw has an elite size, athleticism. He can dunk anywhere around the rim, and he has a smooth jumper, so he kind of fits the mold of the modern-day center. So, I mean, those are two names that I would look at in the draft. I mean, obviously, I would look at Bradshaw. Aaron Bradshaw out of Kentucky is a guy that I'm definitely looking at, man. I, I would love to see him on his team. I think we need a seven-footer who can shot block and who can kind of expand his game with a you know a mid-range. So, definitely, I'm looking at Aaron Bradshaw. But Saar is definitely a name to consider. You know, it depends. You know, the, the draft boards, you know, players can go up and down. A lot of them can. And usually your top three usually stand pat. But it's going to be interesting to see how these prospects kind of move up and down. But those are two prospects that I would definitely look at. So, hey, I definitely appreciate the question. So let's chop into one more question real quick before we get into a break. Um, this question is from No Breaks New. My That's my homeboy, man. So definitely check out his podcast. It is must listen. So definitely check it out so brother appreciate the question and he said can the new additions to the staff really make west a better coach i see it helping with development but not with leadership or situational coaching maybe not even lineups i hope he figures it out okay i mean i, I love the question very dope question um look west is gonna be west west is gonna do what west wants to do right he's head coach you know you're hoping that a lot of the you know these assistant coaches in certain ways can rub off on them but the, i guess the way to look at it is this um you know, he, the Washington Wizards picked up his fourth-year option, but it's not guaranteed he's going to fulfill the contract. Now, if you look at past performances or track records as far as coaches in D.C., they usually play out – or not play out, but coach out their contract. So could the likelihood be that if he shows some kind of improvement at the head coaching position, could he play out his contract? 
and maybe be the coach of the future. We shall see. But um, I think they were brought in to, I mean, man, that is a good question because the way I see it personally is that it, it's, it's kind of like this, man. Um, you know, you, you're kind of feeling yourself yeah, at work, right? And then they hire somebody new. And you know this person, man, is a little faster. They get the work done quicker. They they get the work, you know, they get the work, you know, sooner. And you kind of look over your back. I think that in a certain way, I'm looking at it like, you know, they're kind of letting West look over his back and say, look, I need to step my game up because there are a couple coaches on behind me that could easily take over. You know, they're kind of using the same example as um, you know, what's going on with the Washington Commanders, you know, with Eric being any being the offensive coordinator slash assistant head coach behind Ron Rivera, you know. There's a lot of chatter now that could Eric Bieniemy take over a head coach, and what it was that the whole reason why they hired him to eventually take over. So if you look at the the additions behind West Sunsell Jr., you know they could, one of them could very well be the next head coach. So they're definitely pushing him and let him know that look, we're behind you as an organization. The front office is behind you, but we're looking for certain improvements as far as the head coaching position. So you hit the nail on the head. I mean, you know, obviously looking at, you know, going back to your question, you know, development, I definitely is going to help because these coaches are going to definitely help with development. Their, their track record is great with development. But, you know, leadership, situational coaching, they may help because they have experience. You know, there is experience behind West Sunset. So very well can help. But, you know, the lineups, I think, with, you know, with a roster that has, you know, kind of a mix of veterans, you know, expiring veterans on expiring deals and and young guys. You know, he's going to mismatch lineups. And that's the thing with having players who can play multiple positions. You know, the fact that Denny can play the three or the four. You know, Kuz can play the three or the four. You know, there's a lot of mix and match. So you you best believe that he's going to try to figure out and mix and match here and there, lineups from here and there. So, you know, we'll see. Um, definitely, I definitely think that West Sunset needs to take a step forward at the head coaching position. He's got to show some improvement, especially situational coaching. You hit the nail on the head, bro. Situational coaching has to get better. Um, lineups, not just rolling with one lineup fits all. Really going to a situation where you can game plan. You know, game plan according to opponent. You know, if you go against the, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, knowing that they have Mobley and Allen, you know, how, how do you how do you you know how do you set up that lineup as opposed to a team that's running a smaller lineup? So I think this year is definitely a year where West Sunset Junior is going to have an opportunity to miss and match game plan, and we'll see. You know, we'll see if he takes that stuff forward as head coach so next we are going to talk about the hot topic right now which is the wizards fashion show and whether it was a good or bad idea to do it but before we do tonight's episode is brought to you by game time you shouldn't have to worry that you're buying tickets to your next event game time is fast an easy way to buy tickets for all sports music comedy shows and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets I am a big ticket guy. I go to NBA games all the time, NFL games, Major League Baseball, the O's and the Nats, you know, college football, college basketball. The list goes on. I'm a, I'm a sports fanatic. So, you know, obviously I've gone through sites like Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, but I'm trying to tell you, game time is definitely the go-to. Definitely check them out because you can see the view from your seat before you buy it. So you know exactly what you expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront. So you know you're getting the best deal without hidden fees buy tickets in seconds with two taps and you are ready to go download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nba for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code locked on nba for 20 dollars off download game time today 
last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And thank you for making Locked the Wizards your first listen every day. Every day is the next show. We are going to do more media day comments. We're going to get into Corey Kispers, which we haven't touched base yet. And we're going to analyze and see what Corey Kisper is talking about on Media Day and chop it up with you guys like we always do. So let's get into it. And this question is actually from Twitter, a.k.a. X, and it's from longtime listener watcher, Micaiah, at Sally, a Wizard fan. <laughs> I always laugh at that. So And they, and they asked, fan base is already split on whether or not the Wizards should have had that fashion show last night. We'd love to hear your thoughts on if people are overreacting or if you see a problem with it. And I appreciate the question, man. Um, good questions tonight. Definitely appreciate you guys' questions. Um, yeah, it, it, it is definitely a hot topic right now. And I always try to come into every question, scenario, kind of a dualist, right? Look at both sides. And, I, and I, I've seen opinions from both sides. You know, one side saying that, look, the focus should be on getting in there, grinding, getting ready for the season. And the other side is saying, look, they're, they're building chemistry. And I, and I kind of really thought about this, man. Um, Cause I, 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 again, I see it from both sides and to a certain degree, I kind of agree with both sides, but it's kind of like this. Um, we judge things based on, you know, depending on your age, your experience, you know, you know, whatever. It goes off what you expect. You know, we all come from different eras. If you're older, you know, you look at things from, you know, especially as far as the NBA, old school NBA, you know, and I, one scenario I look at it was, um, when Michael Jordan came back from um, retiring and playing baseball, he came back, they played Orlando, they got unmatched, and they, you know, they were starting to talk that Michael Jordan lost a step. First thing they did was what? They got into the, the weight room. They got better. They, they didn't go on vacation. They got in and got better. But, you know, that's the thing, man. I mean, that's it's a different game now. It's a different game. You know, there was a time when, yeah, you wanted to, you know, and then it's a different scenario, too, because obviously they were a team that has aspirations for a championship, where opposed to, you know, the Washington Wizards are a rebuilding team. So they're trying to create a culture and not so much really try to build the win yet, even though I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the NBA, but they're not challenging for a championship. But, you know, it, it depends. You know, now, you know, back back then, you know, they the kind of get yourself ready for the season. You know, it's always the, the determination, like, ah. Now, you know, it's a different NBA. You know, you see a lot of mass migration as far as players. You know, a lot of friendships, you know, guys get together, say, I want to play together. If you look at the Miami Heat, you know, that's one scenario where they got together and said, we want to play together. You know, there's a lot of guys that want to play together. And it's just a different, I guess, a different standard of chemistry. You know, there's a younger league now. And it's not so much, it's tough to explain, man. 
but rock with your boy. Um, it's, I, I'm trying to explain it for you guys. It's like building chemistry through friendship, and this is just the way it is now, man. Um, you know, they, they're trying to build chemistry. So I guess I don't personally have a problem with it. And I, I'll be honest with you guys, man. You know, um, I love all things Wizards, but honestly, I either way, I don't really care, man. I mean, I, you know, I, they can ride unicycles wearing top hats and eyepiece, man. As long as they win, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I look at it like this. They're trying to build chemistry. You know, they're, you know, they're getting along. You know, you see Tyus Jones and Jordan Poole getting along. You know, Kyle Kuzma in the mix. They're trying to get along, man. And there's just different rosters, different situations, have different ways to get themselves ready for the season. I guess that's what I'm kind of getting at, is that, you know, some teams like the old school Chicago Bulls, they had to get in there and get the grind on and define that chemistry. But and but that like I said, that's a different scenario because they had chemistry already. And I know Jordan, he just came back from baseball, but there was guys on the rosters that he did play with and didn't have to roster he didn't. But with this scenario, they're trying to build a culture and they're getting along. You know, they're really forming bonds and friendships. And so I guess that, you know, the fashion show serves one purpose or a couple purposes, in my opinion. But one of them is building commodity, building chemistry. Right. Um because look, a locker room that gets along, you know, they are better in dealing with adversity as opposed to a locker room where there's little underlying issues, like we saw two years ago under the Spencer did with the era, the one year era or the, the half a year era, which you know, you had a lot of underlying issues where you know guys were fighting contracts, guys, you know, young guys are fighting for minutes. You know, you had underlying issues that led to a lot of fights, you know, Bretons and KCP. That you know, the list goes on, you know, Denny. Uh, so, I mean, you don't see those underlying issues here. You know, it's a rebuilding team. Now, obviously, these guys know what the situation is. And a lot of these aspiring veteran deals are going to be gone by the deadline. So they're playing for their value. The young guys know, look, depending on the young guy, you know, Denny, he knows he's got to improve. You know, Johnny Davis knows he's got to show something. Um, Kispert, you know, add a little defense, but the shot is there. The cutting is there. You know, he he's looking good. It's just... At this point, he he kind of is what he is. And Blau Koulibaly, man, being the first pick of this new front office, he's got a lot, you know, they, they have a lot invested in him with being the future. So, you know, it all depends. But, you know, them getting along, I think, is a good thing. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Thank So that's kind of my perspective. Number two, you know, we always talk about, you know, DC not being a destination for, for free agents. And I always say that, look, you know, Jordan Poole with his play style, with his potential, and the fact that he's young and hasn't hit his prime yet, People are going to want to play here with him, man. They're going to want to come to D.C. and play with him. Especially, I'm trying to tell you, he's going to like the League of Fighters here. So, you know, you look at the the, the fashion aspirations of Kyle Kuzma. You know, I 
it's you know the NBA. Here's what you don't realize about the NBA, or some people don't realize. I know a lot of you do, but as opposed to baseball and football, you know the NBA is a culture. You know, shoes. I mean, music. I mean, the NFL is the NFL. Major League Baseball is what it is. But and I'm a fan of both. But the NBA is a is a culture. You know, between shoes, fashion, music, the whole nine. So a fashion show is going to get more relevance in the NBA than it would at NFL or the Major League Baseball because you know the hip hop culture and the NBA have always been intertwined. You know, always intertwined. I mean, how many players have you had that were hip hop artists? Dame Lillard rap. Shane, um, Shane, Shaq, um, Shaquille O'Neal rap. I mean, several artists were music guys, and and it's really, I think, what was it saying? I mean, there's music artists that were NBA guy or not NBA. Well, you know, you look at Master P. He, he, I guess he went to training camp with the Toronto Raptors. But there's always been this intermeshing of the hip hop world and in the NBA. So I think that is one thing that's going to bring a lot of excitement to DC. Um, DC is definitely a city that's always forgotten, especially when you're on the East Coast with New York, Philadelphia. You know, they're always hubs for sports and music. You know, I'm an old school hip hop head. You know, old school hip hop, you always think of New York music, right? So the, the hip hop scene in, in DC hasn't always been ah. So I think stuff like this, man, is going to bring a lot of attention to DC, not only on the basketball side, but on the culture side with, you know, music, clothing, the whole night. So I guess I, th- I, I personally think it was a good thing. You know, build some chemistry, build some camaraderie, you know, have fun, you know, go into training camp and preseason with a clear head. And, you know, look, the season's all about evaluation, but have fun. You know, they're going to be fun to watch, you know, especially if they push the pace. It's going to be, they're going to be fun to watch. So definitely, I think it's a good thing. I, I understand why people will have a problem with it. But look, man, that's the thing about life in the world today. Look, there's always going to be pros and cons to everything. There's always going to be somebody who's pro something and cons something. So it really depends. And definitely comment below. Let me know what you guys think. I know this is a really long-winded answer, but I know this is a hot topic right now. So I kind of want to look at things from both side so again you know definitely comment below let me know what you guys think should the wizards have done the fashion show or shouldn't and how does it help or hurt the team going forward so again i appreciate you guys man thank you chop it up with me i'm a rolling solo tonight um my man e's got the night off so definitely appreciate you guys rocking with me so thank you guys for making lockdown wizards your first listen every single day every day is we are going to talk about Corey kispert and his comments that he made on Media Day. So definitely tune in for that. So wherever you got your podcast, a five-star review, if deserved, is much appreciated. Like, comment below, hit that notification button so you know when dope videos like this one drop. So again, I appreciate you guys. Hope everybody has a blessed and fun weekend, and we'll see you guys in the beginning of next week, and we're going to chop it up about some Corey Kispert. All right, everybody take care. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.